Hello everyone and welcome to Talking Bite with Holly Donovan, that is me. Happy Friday, um, good morning or good afternoon depending on where you are. <laughs> um, it is the afternoon here in the UK, in London and today I will be previewing the fight that is happening tomorrow um, and that will be live at Wembley Arena in London. Uh, it's a big one and it's, uh, I well yeah, my favourite fighter. So I'm going to begin with my favorite fighter, as she is headlining, which is Katie Taylor. Um, and she'll be facing a Karen Elizabeth Carabayal from Argentina. Um, now, where do I begin with Katie Taylor? Um, well, I can honestly tell you that I would not be a boxing presenter, um, nor would I be doing this show, uh, nor would I even be a fan of boxing, probably, without Katie Taylor. I, I really think that, actually. Um, I was first introduced to Katie Taylor um, with a, a video clip on YouTube. Um, and I genuinely thought that someone had sped up the video. Um, I thought it was like one of those amalgamations where, you know, they just go through all her fights really fast. Turns out that wasn't true. No one had hit fast forward. No one had sped up her fights. And the boxer that I was seeing in front of me was genuinely that fast, that skilled and that incredible. And it was also the first time I had watched a female fighter. So for me, it just opened my eyes to this whole world that I didn't really know about. Um, and I absolutely fell in love with it. And since then, I haven't missed a single one of Katie Taylor's fights. I even canceled my own birthday um, to watch a fight that she had. Uh, it wasn't even the Amanda Serrano fight. It was one in uh, last December. Um, because I'm such a big fan, I feel like I owe everything to her. So tonight, uh, sorry, tomorrow night, she'll be making her seventh defense of her undisputed lightweight titles. Um, she has had 21 fights. Uh, obviously she's undefeated um, and six of those are KOs. So I'll tell you a little bit about Katie Taylor. I feel like a lot of people know about her now because of the massive fight that she had earlier this year um, with Amanda Serrano. Um, so that was at Madison Square Garden. It was the first time women had headlined at all um, at Madison Square Garden in their 140 year history. So it was a massive big deal. Um, the fight itself was incredible. Um, I mean, Amanda Serrano, another incredible boxer. Hopefully I'll have another opportunity to give you a preview about her as well. Um, but she came out all gums blazing. She's so fast, a ridiculous amount of energy um, and really gave Katie, I would say, the toughest fight that she has ever had. Um, in fact, in about round five, um, Katie really was struggling she'd been hit so much i'd never seen her like it um and it got to the point where i actually thought that amanda was going to beat her um however this miracle happened <laughs> um and she managed to get it back and the second wind came uh casey taylor managed to bring back her energy she got her her skills back particularly the footwork going in and out and and she managed to win she got it back and that i have to say was one of the most incredible fights i have ever seen um and it really is you know fight of the year if there's that one and there's also carissa shields and and marshall from a couple of weeks ago i don't know i'd say maybe casey taylor that fight would tip it because it was just so there was so much drama in that um okay so how did she begin so uh it's been six years since her debut which doesn't seem very long actually um and her dad was a boxer um and her brothers were also boxers so she came from a boxing family and she really wanted to get involved i think we might have a picture actually so let's put up the picture of the fight night that is Kind of, this is the one I'm banging on about right now. Um, <laughs> um, so it's the Taylor and Carabayar. And actually, if we go to the next photo as well, we might have a little zoom in um, of the two fighters. 
uh, tomorrow night where she faces Karen Elizabeth Carabao. There we go. So Katie on the left there with the bruised eye. <laughs> okay, so she was from a boxing family. Um, and uh, when she was very little, she desperately wanted to train. However, um, boxing was actually illegal for women in Ireland. Um, so she went to the boxing gym as Kay Taylor. She pretended to be a boy. You hear this story so often <laughs> with female fighters. But yeah, she had to lie. She had to pretend. Um, she also played football. She was very athletic. But eventually all her skills, just everyone could see them. And people knew it was Katie Taylor and knew who she was. Um, in her amateur career, she was determined to make a change for females in boxing. Um, and she is actually the reason, one of the reasons why the Irish boxing authorities um, first uh, legally sanctioned female fights. Um, so she put on showcase fights for them to prove the entertainment. Um, and eventually they agreed. And Katie Taylor was in the first ever legally sanctioned female fight in Ireland. So that was number one. Um, after that, she was part of the process of getting female boxing into the Olympics. So again, she went to uh, USA, she went to Russia, and she put on exhibition fights again, showcase fights to prove how entertaining female boxing could be. Um, and thank goodness, the International Olympic Committee said, yeah, let's bring it on. And 2012, London 2012 then happened. So you could argue that without Katie Taylor and, and what she did then, um, we wouldn't have the the caliber of boxers that we have today people like clarissa shields savannah marshall katie taylor they're those they are the pioneers at the top and katie really did lead that way so she's an incredible person as it is and then you know she won golds in pretty much everything you can possibly imagine in the amateurs <laughs> and then went straight into a professional career where she is undefeated and like i said unbelievably skilled so she is up against uh, Karen Elizabeth Carabayal. She is 32 and she is from Argentina. Now, she has had 19 fights and 19 wins. So she is totally undefeated. However, she has never fought outside of Argentina. So it's really difficult to, to get a gauge on how good she really is and what kind of fight this is going to be. I mean, she's the mandatory challenger, so she's worked her way up. Um, but this is the first time she's coming outside of her country and she's going to face Katie Taylor for that very first time. So pretty gutsy. Um, now, she's promoted, actually, by uh, Marcos Maidana, um, who is a two-weight world champion. Um, I'm sure you know about him. Um, and Karen herself is the former South American and Argentinian super featherweight champion. Um, so she's got accolades under her belt. She's got fantastic promoters, and they are calling her a warrior. So tune in tomorrow night live on DAZN to see if Karen Elizabeth Caravail can give Katie Taylor um, a really good fight in the ring. I hope so, because we all love a good fight. Um, Okay, so let's move on to, I'm going to talk a little bit about the undercard, give you a preview of those guys too, just so that you can enjoy the whole night rather than just the headliner. Um, so let's have a little chat about Jordan Gill and Kiko Martinez. So if we go to the next photo, um, here we go. Okay, so um, let's start with Jordan Gill. He's 28 um, and he is nicknamed The Thrill. And actually his last fight proves that and I'll tell you about that. Um, he's had 29 fights, 27 wins. Um, he's had one loss and one draw. Now, the loss, he claimed that he had food poisoning the day before. So that was why he was in, uh, well, why he didn't perform as well as he did. Um, 
However, he's also had quite a lot of bad luck in his career. So he went pro in 2012. So we've had 10 years of him being a pro. Um, and this fight that he's having tomorrow night will actually be the eliminator to go for the world title currently held by Josh Warrington. Um, so he's finally there, but it's taken him 10 years to get to this potential world title shot. Uh, he's currently the European featherweight champion, um, and he won that in his last fight, which I, I urge you to watch. <laughs> Go on YouTube. Um, he was facing a Gurphy, and I have to say, it was so dramatic. It was, oh, I don't want to tell you. I don't want to, well, I was going to say, I don't want to ruin it for you, but I will. Um, so it's a really, really tight fight. Um, and he was actually knocked down in uh, the seventh round really brutally. He was even being counted down. Um, he also perforated both of his eardrums in that fight. So uh, he was really out sorts. You could see that he was really struggling. He was really wobbly. However, in the ninth round, out of nowhere, he managed to get some energy back and he delivered a massive knockout um, in the ninth round, and that was to claim his European uh, champion title. So really quite incredible. Um, he's also coming back from a uh, broken hand. He had a hand injury as well, so he's had an operation there. Um, but this is finally time. In the interviews that you see with him, he's like, oh, finally, this is it. <laughs> I'm here. Nothing's wrong with me. I can't complain about anything. He has had so many niggles and injuries. Um, and finally, he gets a chance to be able to really step up and try and take himself into the world rankings. Now, he has a tough opponent. I'm sure you know about Kiko Martinez. Um, he's 36 and he has had 56 fights. Um, 43 of those were wins and they are 30, 30 KOs. Um, he is a former uh, super bantamweight and featherweight uh, world champion. Um, he is returning after a loss to the champion, Josh Warrington. Um, that was his last fight. However, in that last fight, he did actually break Josh Warrington's jaw. Um, so... This, these two fighters, Jordan Gill and Kiko Martinez, are lethal. This could be a really dramatic fight. Um, out of all of them, I really feel like this one has the potential to be really exciting. Um, previous to his loss to Josh Warrington, he was actually the champion, um, and he got that from uh, beating Kid Galahad um, last year. So he managed to knock him out in the sixth round. So again, we've got a really brutal fighter here. Um, Lovely. Uh, when I watch interviews, obviously they're translated because he's from Spain. Um, but he says in his spare time, he likes to chill out in his garden in his little village in Spain. Really, really quiet life with loads of chickens. Um, <laughs> I just think that's very sweet. Um, so uh, he's ready for this. He's saying that uh, he hasn't had any time off recently, hasn't had any holidays. He has been completely focused and he wants a third shot at a world title. This is it. If he beats uh, Jordan Gill, then he'll be able to face Josh Warrington, which will actually be for the third time to become world champion for a third time. So all to fight for here um, is going to be a really, really close one, I'd say, and also really exciting. So tune in for that. OK, next fight that I'm going to preview for you is Ellie Scottney. Uh, Ellie Scottney in the blue. Uh, she'll be facing Mary Romero. Um, and this is going to be, uh, is for a, a title, but uh, she, Mary Romero is the current European Super Bantamweight Champion, so it's for that title. However, this is pretty much an eliminator that whoever wins this can then go on for a world title. Um, now, Ellie Scottney has had five fights and she's undefeated. So when you think about that, actually her, you know, her sixth, seventh fight, uh, right up there, you're going for a world title by your seventh fight. That's very, very impressive. Um, tell you a bit about Ellie. So uh, 
she was a Tokyo prospect um, as an amateur. Um, she is originally from Catford in London, uh, but when she joined Team GB, she said she couldn't really settle in Sheffield because it was up north. Uh, she didn't feel right. And so she actually left the amateurs early, even though she was a big prospect, um, and she decided to go professional. Um, since then, obviously, she is completely undefeated and she's showing real skill with uh, her trainer, Shane McGuigan. Um, she said when she was younger, she started boxing because um, her brothers boxed and she wanted to do everything that her brothers did. Um, but he kept saying, no, he was like, no, I'm not taking you, I'm not taking you. But eventually her cousin took her boxing. Um, from then, she just loved it straight away, just completely fell head over heels. Um, and she had a great amateur career where she actually won the senior ABAs um, with a broken hand. She actually won three fights in that, um, yeah, with a broken hand. So it just gives you an idea of the grit and determination that Ellie Thornton has. Um, Obviously, we know that sometimes it's tougher for female fighters. And when she was progressing in her career, she lacked sponsorship. And so she also had a job of being Q. So we've got another fighter here who's juggling different things um, to work even harder to get to the top. Um, she is very religious. Um, she's really healthy, teetotal, takes her fighting really, really seriously. The last fight she had was against Cecilia Roman, who is a former world champion. We've seen quite a lot of her lately. Um, but Ellie Scottney was great. She just, it was like a, a day at the office. It was very clinical, got it done, won. Um, so uh, she's definitely one to watch. I said this quite a while ago when I was talking about her, that she's really progressing every time you see her fight. Um, Mary Romero, she has had 10 fights and eight of them are wins. This is the toughest opponent for Ellie Scottney by far, without a doubt. Um, Mary has also had five wins in a row. So she's coming in with a lot of confidence. Um, Mary says that she's fighting for her children. Her, her kids come in to camp with her, um, watch her do it. And she's saying, you know, this is for her kids. This is so she can get her world title shots. So this is going to be a tough fight. They are both going to be absolutely going for it here. Um, I'd probably say that Ellie Scottney will nick it, um, but let's see. Don't hold me to that. Never hold me to my prediction. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's have a look at the next fight I'm going to preview. Um, so this is, wait for the little picture. We've got Gary Cully on the left. He's the one with the tattoos. Um, and then we've got um, Jawed uh, Belmedi. I really hope I said his name right there. He's a French guy. Um, okay, so Gary Cully, he is from Ireland, um, and he has had 14 fights, uh, no losses, so he's undefeated, and eight of those have been KOs, so this is a decent fighter. Um, now, because he's Irish, he loves Katie Taylor. In all of the uh, previews I've seen of him and all the interviews, he's always saying how much he looks up to Katie and how excited he is to be on an undercard, you know, with a title fight with Katie Taylor. Um, so... Very, very sweet, seems like a very nice guy and totally on a mission. Um, his brother boxed when he was younger, um, but apparently their mum kept it secret because Gary was too young to go boxing, um, but he found out and he really wanted to go. And eventually they let him into this club where he was supposed to be 10 years old, but he was only eight, but they let him in anyway. Um, and ever since then, he completely fell in love with it. Now he is a brand new matchroom signing with Eddie Hearn. Um, and actually his story to how he got there is, is quite sweet as well. So in his second ever pro fight, it was on a matchroom card about 4 p.m. And he messaged Eddie Hearn, I think it was on Instagram, and was like, oh, I'm, I'm on at 4 p.m., please come and watch me. Um, and he did. Uh, and then the last fight that he had um, was also on a matchroom card and he did it again. He sent Eddie another message like, oh, please come and watch me, come and watch me. And this time Eddie was ringside. <laughs> um, and Gary Carley put on a massive show. Um, 
and uh, then he managed to get signed, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, he is the only Irish fighter that Matchroom have signed since Katie Taylor. Um, this is definitely a 50-50 fight on paper. Um, he dreams of being on the card that is spoken about with uh, Katie Taylor. So if Katie Taylor retires at some point or is coming to the closest to the end of her career, because she is 36 now, there might be a massive homecoming in Croke Park in Ireland. Um, this would be a massive deal if this happens because there actually hasn't been a fight in the Republic of Ireland uh, since the 2016 shooting. Um, so it would be almost coming full circle for Katie Taylor and it's something that I think Irish fighters and Gary Cully would definitely want to happen. Um, tomorrow he will be facing um, Bellamy, who has had 19 fights. Um, he's one of them. He's won 16 of them, um, and then had three draws. So technically undefeated. Um, and this will, without a doubt, again be the toughest fight that Gary has had. But he wants world titles. He wants to impress Eddie. This is the first time he's been on a match cream card, and he is on a mission. Um, so again, tune in. Okay, then we have the next fight, which is, uh, I'll talk about this one. So these are it's a heavyweight prospect. Sorry, the picture's a little bit small. Um, so we've got Johnny Fisher, who's on the left, um, and he'll be facing Alfonso Dermani on the right. He's from Italy. Okay, so uh, why am I talking about Johnny Fisher? Because he's definitely a prospect. So he's had six uh, fights, and five of them have been KO's, and I always think that's a great ratio. <laughs> so you're going to have um, an exciting fight, and definitely someone with some real power. Like power. Um, his training for this has been fabulous. So he was actually sparring Joe Joyce when uh, Joe Joyce was preparing for the Joseph Parker fight. We all know that Joe Joyce is really powerful. He demonstrated that against Parker. So Johnny Fisher has definitely had a few tests uh, when he's been in training, when he's been in sparring. So um, really exciting to see what he comes out with, actually. Um, he had a really short amateur career. He had 10 fights. Um, he won all of them, and nine of them were KOs. Again, why well, I think he's going to be exciting. Uh, he comes from a boxing family. Uh, you can see by the way he looks. He used to be uh, a rugby player as well. He turned pro in February 2021, so right at the beginning of his career and and just a little fun fact for you um he studied history at exeter university um which is sort of a little fact throw in there you don't normally get that um let's talk about uh alfonso diamani so he is coming off a loss he has had seven fights in his career five of those have been wins only two ko's so probably doesn't match the power depending on obviously his opponents um however when a fight is coming off a loss um he's going to be coming for war. So again, I think you, this one, you might actually get a knockout as well, I'd say. Um, okay, so I'm going to give you one more little preview of another fighter who I just want to do a shout out to on this card. Um, it is, next picture please, uh, Maisie Rose Courtney. Um, now this is her pro debut. So she's brand new professional fighter and I'm always really excited when this happens. Um, she was uh, the GB Youth Boxing Champion um, and she is exciting because she is the first female to come out of Tony Sims's gym, which is the elite matchroom gym. So she's the first female to ever be trained in there. Um, they're very excited about her and obviously this wouldn't happen unless they saw something special, which is why I'm pointing her out and saying, hmm, she could be someone to watch. Um, she has a nice little story as well. So uh, she wanted to get fit because she, when she was much younger, she was in a football team. And guess what? It's that same story as well. Um, it was a boys' football team. She pretended to be a boy, and she called herself Mason. <laughs> so as Mason, she was playing football, and she wanted to get fitter for that team. So she thought she'd try out boxing. 
Um, when she got in there, she realized she was way better at punching than kicking um, and completely changed her plan. So <laughs> then she trained as a boxer and had her amateur career. And obviously now uh, she's she's here to show matrimony what she's got. Um, a little info about Tony Sims's gym. So uh, some really great boxers have fought out of there. We've got people like AJ. Uh, he was there for a couple of years. Connor Ben, although we probably shouldn't say much about him um, like just now. Uh, and then Joe Cordina. So she's in with the best. Um, and I'm excited to see what she can do in her debut. All right. So I hope that that has given you a nice little preview for uh, what's that? Six Fights. Um, coming up tomorrow night at Wembley. It's live on DAZN, so tune in if you can. It's not a pay-per-view. <laughs> um, and if you like this show, I will be previewing the fight night on the following week if we switch to another one. Um, just like, oh, yeah, go go forward. So it's another <laughs> DAZN card. Um, that's the Bivol Ramirez. Um, obviously, we saw Bivol uh, earlier this year have that really exciting uh, fight with uh, Canelo Alvarez and actually win. So see that goes and we've got a fantastic fighter who i love chantelle cameron um who will be facing uh, jessica mccaskill and that is for undisputed belts as well so i'll give a nice preview of the undercard um so you can be ready for that night as well so if you enjoyed it please hit like please subscribe to talk and fight with me holly donovan um and hopefully it means that you can go and enjoy your boxing night tomorrow just that little bit more because then you'll be like oh yeah i remember him he's got a degree from exeter university and, and things like that it just makes it a bit more exciting so watch out for the knockouts May well get one with Jordan Gill and Kiko Martinez. Might get one with Johnny Fisher and Alfonso Germani as well. Um, and you're going to have really exciting fights elsewhere. Cannot wait to see Katie Taylor in action. If you've not seen her before, go on YouTube. See her go as fast as she does. Um, and watch her tomorrow night. And hopefully you'll see why she is the goddess of boxing. <laughs> okay. I hope you enjoyed the show, guys. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you again same time next week. 2 p.m. UK time with Talk and Fight with me, Holly Donovan. See you later, guys. Thank you.